we're back. Welcome to Printer Games, a podcast about what's new and awesome in 3D printing for gamers. I'm one of your hosts, Jefferson J. Thacker, also known as Param, and I'm joined by Kristen Sowers, also known as Seventh Mastery. Oh, Kristen, 3D print work this week. You did anything cool? You know, I am kind of in that paralysis moment because my big Dungeons Dragons game thing, Pathfinder First Edition mix up game, it was right, three right, right. nights, all that stuff just ended last night after almost three years, 20th level. It was massive multi world craziness. And um, of course, I've been slowly thinking about the next game and I've I've kind of been narrowing it down to a couple different options. So I'm like, I don't want to like jump into my next print project and then be like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. You know what I mean? So I did do a little bit of terrain work, but not much else. And I've been looking at bases, which I'll probably circle back to during shoutouts. But um, I yeah. failed my will save. You failed your will save and bought a 12th printer? No. No. I, uh, I don't know. Did I mention this last week? I ordered the, because uh, it came today. Ah, uh, you're yeah, Nep- Neptune, Neptune 4. Yes, Pro. you did mention that. Yes, hey, James. Yes yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, so Neptune 4 Pro showed up today. It's sitting in this little box. I'm sitting here twiddling my thumbs. Also, like a big old package of uh, the sample pack of Elodoo, uh filament showed up too. Nice. Because um, uh, Black Friday is a hell of a drug. Uh, <laughs> and. And that's yeah, been fun. That has I, been very fun. I keep telling myself, wait a little longer for the resin because it's gonna get even cheaper. And I'm like, no, I need to get to get some now. I um, don't know how much it gets cheaper. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't. And and by the way, speaking of things being cheaper, that's yes. kind of one of the topics we're gonna be talking about today, which is <laughs> why buying these files is just way, way too complicated. We'll explain it. We'll explain what I mean, because, uh, but, oh boy, when we get to that. But first, uh, as far as my 3D printing, printer showed up, um, printing some minis for fan, some friends. Um, evidently, like Digimon has caught on in the local card game community. Interesting. So one of my friends is having me print like a little. I don't know Digimon, so like, I don't either. One of the variants of the Goraemon, huh. and to use as a life counter token, which I was like, well, that's a novel idea. So shores. Yeah. Um, I've seen some cool life counter dials that you can print for MTG. So, yeah. And I'm wanting to get some more filament printing done um, because I'm just having so much more fun playing, uh, figuring that stuff out right now. Uh-huh. Uh, not that I don't enjoy my resin printing. It's just, that has been a solved problem for me for a while now. And the, yeah, the, that's why the I keep doing it. Is a new problem. No, it's an mm-hmm. icky problem. I don't it's like it. It's not an icky problem. <laughs> it's weird that you think it's the icky problem. Like, give me uh, my goo. <laughs> give, give me my poisonous milkshake. <laughs> it is much better of a problem to deal with the poison shake than it, it is works. To deal with the it works for fire. me. And I'm never walking to spaghetti and like, yeah. People oh, telling man. me to change my hot head out the day I buy it. <laughs> this is true. Like I'm, I'm glad that filament printing has just gotten so much more simple. Like yeah. the last couple of years, it's gotten like, especially the last year where there's several printers out, where like the Bamboo Labs ones and the uh, the Anchor one and the new Cobras and the new Neptunes, where it's just like put the tall in in the flat end and hit start, and then you're good. <laughs> I like dumb easy stuff. Uh, it's 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 nice that things have gotten dumb and easy. 
I mean, ultimately, we are here to play the games, not just prep for them. Yes, That's yes, the yes. thing that when I have to print 20 times and suddenly I run out of painting time, which mm -hmm. is another whole hobby of mm. before the game starts. I need a new airbrush. That's my mm -hmm. hobby. Uh -oh. oh, I'm down right now. How'd that happen? Well, I mean, I have an airbrush. I just It's, it's still working? Yeah. I just don't like the, the current one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works. But you've been telling me how much you like your pistol grip. I do like the pistol grip for sure. And I'm like. No, I still have like a bargain basement pistol grip. <laughs> Just so you know, I don't have like the cool. What is it? The really gorgeous. Uh, I forget the name. It starts with an I, I think. It was Ada. Awada? Yeah. Awada. That's the one. They had a really cool pistol grip on that I saw recently. Yeah, I've been looking at like. Well, is it time? Is it time I just go ahead and get the Iwata Eclipse or the Patriot or like one of these like the the like the ones you see all the pro painters using? And it's like, but I'm always like, would I really get any use out of that, or is my my? You know me, I'm already like already decent. I am okay. get it to the table, so I am like three tone prime with my. Aerosols, uh, dry brush that and slab chop it to table ready. Go. That's me now. <laughs> oh, I, I Part of me just like really wants to take like the Christmas break and just like use it to like super level up my painting skills. Like mm -hmm. I want to start. I'm, part of me wants to start entering painting competitions. And, like, what do you think really your, your uh, practice army would be? Or would you just kind of be switching it up a bunch? I wouldn't do my, I don't want to do not, not for leveling my skills up. I wouldn't do an army. Army is how you dull your skills. So you would just do like, like busts or something. What would you do? I would just do models like one off models, change it up and like do another model in a different way. Like, I mean, it's really good to build up a D and D collection that way. Sure, sure. But we talk about like 3D printing is a hobby in itself as opposed to miniature painting, which is honestly a different hobby than playing the games. It is. But I would argue that the, the, the most common hobby in our hobby is collecting miniature files. Shopping, yeah. Even more than printing them. Yes, and navigating the dark labyrinth that is, what is the best way to get these things? And you think it would be easy because uh, I've been watching a few YouTube videos as as I'm want to do about the 3D printing industry because it's kind of my job now. Uh, <laughs> so I have to keep up. And a, a common video type that will pop up is, is 3D printing really cheaper than buying Warhammer? And the answer is, Absolutely, yes. And it's just various degrees of how many victory laps the, the video decides you get to run before it says absolutely yes. Mm -hmm. But they always they always do the same mistake at the video and they end up screaming at the video where they choose the worst possible ways of attaining the printer and resin and files to make it cost as much as possible and then compare it to the most discounted way you can buy Warhammer. Sure. And, and even then, the, the printer wins um, because of how stupid cheap it is. And cost isn't, like we've always said, seriously, that cost isn't like the big motivator for me and you on the on the printing side of things. There's oh, no, so no. many other wonderful aspects of this hobby that makes us love it so much. But uh, yeah, there is, but there cost is the is fact. Nice. Yeah, I mean, what? <laughs> there's a reason why we talk about price points in Warhammer box sets. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And well, and you would think this would actually not be that complicated because, and it's easy to see how somebody who's not familiar with printing would make the same mistakes over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, where you go like, well, you go to the place that everybody buys the files over at the My Mini Factory, you find the files you need for the armies you want in the build, and you add those files to your cart, and you pay for them, you buy your printer, and then you buy your resins, and and then you and then you gotta factor in all this other extra stuff, and then you print your models, and that ain't how it works. That's that is a way to do it. It's a way, and, and it is absolutely the worst way to do it. If you're well, if if you're willing to uh, observe and be part of the community and the hobby, it's the worst way. If you're just gonna go and print one army once and never touch it again, then maybe it's mm -hmm. okay. But I would still say it's this it's almost always the worst way to buy it under yeah. most circumstances and if you don't know then you don't know you just yeah. don't know that it's the bad way to do it and and should it be that like the ultimately the topic is like it should be an easy it should be that easy it should be as easy as just going shopping at the store and buying your stuff and being happy with it but it's never that it's, it's so complicated in this industry because well first Kickstarters are like where where all this began, and the the Kickstarters are always like really good deals with like hundreds of models for. A they're sometimes price. good deals. Well, yeah, okay. They're sometimes good deals because the a lot of successful times, ones are good deals. Sure, sure, sure. I just find that sometimes people will still go like, particularly in the game, like the role playing game side of things. Mm -hmm. The Kickstarter ask is usually your premium buy. The, oh, that I is, I want this to come to fruition, so you're investing in something because you want to see it get made at all. Where I don't think most many Kickstarters are running that way. At least the STL ones aren't. And um, you know, I think I think. Uh, for ST, STL values, a lot of them are very successful, but I still have seen boutique Kickstarters, even for STLs, that are way more expensive than they would be otherwise. But it's rare. Yeah. So a lot of the, the Kickstarters are good deals. Um, mm -hmm. And in the early days before the My Mini Factory, and honestly before the Revin Revo Resin Resolution, Resin Revolution, uh, all the filament based stuff was, was basically done on kickstarter with a few standouts like mm -hmm. uh fat dragon having their own website um and and, and also selling through drive through which yeah. is significant now yeah. for that and then you and then the the uh the artists doing the monthly subscriptions started to pop up um <laughs> because it's like one or two artists doing these stls every month and then we're going to sell them as a monthly bundle and and then my mini factory came around as a way to sell the models after you got your monthly stuff up and it became like the joint marketplace. But, and then that's when the complicated started to happen because the monthly price for these models is really good. So we can't sell the models so cheap that it makes the monthly price look bad. Right, right. And You're, this is before, yeah. this is back when like a monthly price got you like 12 models. Like even or, still. Yeah, yeah, because they're, they're really trying with those later pricing, at least in my experience, even back then, to say, give you a little FOMO of like, or you could have signed up for the whole thing and mm -hmm. got this this group of 12, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, and then it only got more complicated. I'll let you keep going. Yeah, so then, you know, we got the cool, you know, and then so the, the, the prices on the kicks, not kickstarter, my prices on the, the individuals 
were were good but sometimes inflated and that helped try to shape shape the price and and then ultimately like a, a set of rational prices on the individual models eventually filters through the system as competition happens mm-hmm. but at the same time that's happening the fight is happening over on the patreons and then the 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 split between the boutiques and the water hose miniature creators come around uh where the oprs the titan forges the art villains the the epics of like how many hundreds of miniatures can we fit in this month's release becomes Mm -hmm. a question that's being asked um then so the value of the individual so even though ten dollars is not much to ask for a collection of miniatures it's it's being compared to well right technically we're paying like two cents for that miniature (laughs) um and so the patreon would give a discount to buying the models which only kind of makes sense to have a discount for your stuff but those discounts would keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger to the point that it was it's literally silly like let's say let's 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 do our art villain games not yep. art villain, artisan guild artisan guild okay. artisan guild because okay. they've got really good prices like i will yep. not begrudge artisan guild their prices I won't begrudge them on anything but that monthly pack later, but we'll get to it, right? The monthly pack for an Artisan Guild model pack is $30. $30 if you miss the month. And Some then, months. Some of them are a little higher than that. Okay. Well, maybe. Okay. For a while, they were $30. Yeah. Uh, we'll, I want to do accurate, so. Okay, sure. Some, since we're, you, some since we're naming but, names, pull them up. Yeah. And, I, and I'm pulling them up because I actually like their prices are really nice and reasonable. No, I, they're still very reasonable, you know, considering if you were to buy one of these things individually, it'd be five or six bucks and you're getting modularity. You're getting okay, customization. $40 now. Okay. That's what I thought. That's there you go. That's $40. That's not still not bad for a month. It's not terrible before. considering then, the kit. And then you get 50% off for joining the Patreon. Now, Artisan mm-hmm. Guild does this weird thing where it's like only a one week out of the month or two weeks out of the month that 50 yes. percent code is active but here's where every we get month stuff that kills me but we'll keep keep going yeah, so yeah so yeah we are starting to throw these weird where's the these weird phrases at you so 50 percent, and then so boom so now that's that that 40 dollar pack is effectively effectively 20 dollars mm-hmm. because if you're a patron for artisan guild so at no point in time at no point in time ever is the smart play to go to my mini factory and hand them $40. The smart play, even from nothing, is to join their tribes or their Patreon. True. Give that $10. Get the pack. You When you give them the $10, you get whatever monthly pack it is right now on top of it. You get a welcome pack, which is usually stupid good collection yep. of awesome models. So you've already been drowning in models, but they aren't the models you wanted. You wanted this. You're just pack. doing it for the yeah for the fifty. Like, I want off. these cool freaking bugbears. Mm-hmm. These are cool uh, riding owl bears. Bugbears riding owl bears. I want bugbears riding owl bears. <laughs> I'm gonna give them forty dollars for it, but I'm ne- but that's never the right answer. The right answer is to pay them ten dollars to join their Patreon. If you're even if you're not a patron. And then pin, spend twenty dollars on the pack, and you spent thirty dollars total. And forty dollars is always the bad answer. And this is one of the least complicated situations that can come up. That's true, but there's but there's more. And another thing that's become popular lately, if you've noticed, especially during the Black Friday sales, because sales are happening constantly. 
Yeah. Like companies are always having sales. So, and you just need to wait a little bit and another sale is going to happen for whatever company you want. Art villain games, a sales happening like every other month where their stuff mm -hmm. is like half off for everybody. And then what's started happening a lot lately um, is companies will be like, well, it's half off for the plebs that aren't our patrons. Right. As for say, our patrons is 70% off. Yes. I was going to mention their flash sales, but it's interesting because again, you get these very narrow specific windows mm -hmm. where like, usually I want to say usually arc villains, like two or three days. It's like the weekend mm -hmm. and you have this really super deep, um, you know, uh, mm -hmm. patron discount, but then you got to time that window up with the thing you want, with you know whatever your paycheck situation is with like lining it all up and it can be really frustrating <laughs> it can be very frustrating to line all these these things up and with black fridays it's just getting it's just getting even more crazy it's getting more silly um next up is like the black friday situation itself mm -hmm. where it's all these sales new stuff being added billions of companies like just competing for who can do the most ridiculous one which song miniatures which song miniatures recently did a promotion for their ca entire catalog at 90 percent off and so, so what, like, it was like 10 cents a piece. this this race to the bottom of like that we've been the whole industry uh, has been accused of being like a race to the bottom on the charges so that like nobody makes any money mm. and i don't think it's that at all uh, there definitely is a uh, is sort of like an arms race going on with with these sales, um, but I believe these companies are making a lot of money actually from. Well, them. I only have my own experience to compare this to, uh -huh. and uh, drive through RPG. I sell PDFs on it, mm -hmm. and it's very comparable. In it's a multi you know vendor market. It's got the same sort of through discount stuff. It, and. To me, as a publisher, as soon as my costs to create a product are paid, mm -hmm. any sales is good sales. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so, and that's common. You'll see, like, when a product launches, there's a big spike in how much money it makes over over if you if you chart it out on the thing. Big spike, and mm -hmm. then the long tail. Right. And once you're at the the long tail part of things anything to get more sales is more than the nothing you're making. Yeah, exactly. And you know, if I'm, if I'm selling 12 owlbears a day at a dollar, it's better than one at 10, you know, if my, my costs of creating the STL are done, that's, that's just math. Right. Right. Yeah. And almost all these costs are based off of the, the patron and the Patreon is what actually keeps these companies going and keeps the, everybody employed and fed. And this is the the cherry on top. This is the this is the extra money. Um, May I add another I wrinkle to our discussion? Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's say you're doing this. You've sussed it all out. You know mm -hmm. that Black Friday is coming up. You're gonna go grab the thing that you really want, but it looks kind of familiar. So one of the things I've noticed both on Patreon and on uh, my mini factory, but especially on my mini factory, if you got a Patreon bundle comp to you on my mini factory, mm -hmm. you got the bundle group. The individual mini might not show up as purchased. Oh, this is true. And the reverse is also true for other companies. Yes. Like, oh, I can speak from experience over here on OPR side of things where we give you the individual models 
as like we package when you get all the different individual models yeah but you don't get a bundle right and i think early on with opr i did a um the there was like a 75 percent off i said i think i got one of the hive armies and then turned out part of the hive army was in a welcome pack i got from a previous iteration of well this is way before you were doing that but um mm -hmm. so i'd bought like you know 50 miniatures twice <laughs> and a uh, similar thing happens sometimes if you don't uh, even you know uh if you had the bundle you might not see the owlbear you want and then you go buy it again and then found out oh i already had this like nothing quite makes me feel quite as stupid as when I download an individual individual file and it showed nowhere on my mini factory that I had a twice, but I download the individual file for that. I've just bought the second time and it's got the little one cause it's a duplicate file. Oh no. And I, that's happened uh, more than once, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. but not, not a ton, but still it's very easy to do that. Especially if you're, you're new and kind of coming into it and you're super manic about like, if that through. happens especially if it happens for something significant like a significant purchase right my mini factory if it's a double up purchase you can usually get a refund real easy i haven't had that experience really no uh, i never got a response actually oh. <laughs> so uh but this this brings me back to a whole nother animal mm -hmm. whole nother animal which is the finger pointing game because if a mistake gets made is it your fault is it the you know, company's fault is it the website vendor's fault, and like it, even worse on Patreon, where mm -hmm. because the Patreon they might be like, well, you paid for a month of support, you didn't pay for our benefit, we just gave you that benefit, and they could kind of point that way, which is super shady, but you know, technically true. And then I like, have never experienced that. That would be the well, last month I ever supported. Well, a you know, you know my big story mm -hmm. uh, about a certain someone that starts with a B that uh suddenly changed halfway through my second annual enrollment not even halfway through sorry uh at halfway through my relationship with them like i actually had only kicked it over a month or two before yeah. and by the time they finally responded to my complaining mm -hmm. uh it was four months later they still told me to talk to patreon patreon still only refunded part of what was remaining so basically I ended up getting a refund for about five or six months of something that I hadn't had more than two months of value from. And the company then proceeded to do much other badness mm -hmm. as we have discussed in other episodes. <laughs> yeah. Go so look that... for Kickstarter shenanigans episodes and you can, you can get all that information. I don't feel yeah. like renaming the, the dead, but yeah. And so chasing down who can fix the problem. I also have had a situation. Here's a fun one for my mini factory. Mm -hmm. Cause I, if I'm going to, if I'm going to fire shots, I'm going to fire some shots. Mm -hmm. My mini factory. Uh, if you are an early adopter, you get the cool, super cool first patron. Rah, rah. I'm here. I get $5 instead of $7 or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And later they change their mind and change that tier away. It disappears. So if you go back, to look for your joined membership, it's not there. And you can join again. Yep. You can be double subscribed to two people on my mini factory. I have done it twice. What? And, yep. Yep. And uh, the companies just say sorry. Really super sorry. Mm -hmm. 
and and I've never had my manufacturer fix either of those either. So wow, okay, that's a different experience than I've dealt with. Um, wow, uh, and one of them was significant difference in price point. I will say, this is not a defense of bad customer service. Mm. But oh my gosh, how many things are we signed up for that we can't keep track of how many models? We well, and, right, exactly, exactly. But it is it is unfair on one level if you sign up for. I keep almost saying names. You sign up for something on release, like this is their very first ever. You're one of their first ten people, mm -hmm. and then when they change their model and your tier goes away. Um, you know, I get it like, you know, with OPR changed away from annuals and I, that kind of hit me in a weird spot where I ended up not being able to sign back up for my annual on Patreon, mm -hmm. but your policy had changed. Right. So that that's fine. Mm -hmm. Where in this other situation I'm thinking of though, I, <laughs> I had signed it. I was still an active member, but because the tier was hidden, it didn't show when I went to look to see, cause I drop, you know, me, I drop and add people so many times um, a year, right? And it got to the point where for a while, it was just dropping everybody and then re-adding them, you know, just so that I made sure I wasn't doubling up. But because like, like I was saying, unless I went through and double checked, because there were, what, there was a time when I had like three or four pages of subs. And if I what? didn't miss, there was a time. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, when, when I would miss that, you know, something that was on page two, as an early adopter thing was also on page three at the normal rate, right? Again, this did not, I'm making this sound like it happened all the time. It happened more than once, but it didn't happen mm -hmm. all the time. But um, they they didn't certainly fix it. <laughs> we got to some hellos. Uh, Alex is in chat. James is in chat. Alrix is in chat. Titan Troll is in chat. And uh, six guns, guns and sorcery is in chat. Uh, had had warned me that there are serious firmware problems with the Neptune Four Pro. I will have to make be very very careful with that. Uh, Alaric said at one point you had more than forty active subscriptions. Oh, oh boy! Oh sweet summer child. <laughs> that is that is more than I've ever had at once, and probably half as many as Kristen is currently juggling. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm really good right now. Uh huh. How far, really how many, that? what's your number? Do I have to count annuals? <laughs> yes. I don't know. 30. <laughs> oh, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm very misbehaved right now. Um, because I just realized that I have four active, um, tribes. Four. That I had forgotten about. Four. Uh, that I'd forgotten about. I have lots of Patreons as well. But yeah, I forgot I, I, about these four tribes. So, so because we're talking about this, uh, the heads on this ever complicating beast, then Patreon does us another favor. Oh, one and, of them's Titan Troll. I forgot I was sub to you, Titan Troll. And, I'm so and sorry. Changes <laughs> so that creators can I'm not decide unsubbing. Don't worry. if they're if they're going to bill you on the month or if they're going to bill you on the day you signed up. Now, oh yeah, I saw that, and I was like, why would we ever want to? Change so that? now I get little dings of patreon throughout the entire month and their file transfers are not consistent because then they can still give you files at the end of the month they can still give you files at the beginning and just assume you're going to pay them which one of my patrons does and um then there are the people that do it the day you do it and they're all different 
And this oh, is wow. the thing that just drives me crazy. It would drive because... me nuts. I can't keep track. I wouldn't be able to keep track of the subs that way. Right. Because, you know, if I, if I, you know, we've talked about a couple of people who we, we've got a little cagey about want to go download the files right to our, our own personal archive as soon as possible. And then, um, you know, you go do that and then it's like, oh, wait, this isn't on my mini factory yet. So then you go back and you find the Patreon like monthly beginning release and you download from there. But then like two days later, oh, we posted it to my mini factory and we and we corrected the file on this support. (laughs) So suddenly you're like having to like jump back. Yeah, I understand that it's set up by the creator, but it didn't. It used to just be beginning of the month files at the end of the month was how most mini Patreons were working. Mm -hmm. Pay for the month get get files for that month at the beginning of the next month basically and that was a very consistent thing if you wanted to and i'm talking on my mini factory um a lot of them would still make them early as early earlier available as a direct download whenever they have them done and that that again is also inconsistent because i know people that the day first day of the month new release is out here it is you can go download it i know people like hey this is the month's theme on day one, but on day 15 is when the files get released. And then, you know, they roll into your My Mini Factory sometime during the middle of the month after that, you know. Yeah, that's really inconsistent. And it really bugs me because, like, for me, it's like, it, I, I like it when there's a nice consistent date. Mm-hmm. And I, I, the, you, you glorious people, that day one of the month, you give me my files instantaneously. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Especially if they make it a run on my mini factory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Day okay, of. for I hate to say it, like, unless you have very special exception. If you're not on my mini factory, I'm not interested. Well, and here's here's another fun one. Mm-hmm. You know me, I like to save money, and sometimes the big percent save is what? Buy the annual. So buy the annual, get the 16 extra percent off. Mm-hmm. And on day one of purchase, yes, we de- we put our files on my mini factory. We do this, we do that. Next month, we've stopped putting our files on my mini factory at, at release because they're they're having to be fixed too many times. It's really uh, an awkward system to work with. So, you'll get your files on my mini factory eventually. No stated time. Sometimes taking three or four months later. By the way, uh, uh, you know, and then you can download them from X place. And then I even had one that said, "Oh, we're just going to not use my mini factory again, even though I already paid for the annual." And then two months later, there was so much backlash. They then got it all fixed out. But it, it this is what I'm saying. You know, it, the, this other like layer of Patreon complexity is is rough. Yeah, I yeah, I would like. There's only two, three exceptions that I have currently in my current collection of file delivery on my mini factory, and I, and I hate to I be like printing. I think you're preempting my next complexity, but go. Mm-hmm. And I do it. And and I want to preempt that I it is it is genuinely a dangerous thing for any industry to have one monolithic monopoly that is so central to it. Agree. Uh-huh. So I would like to see a nice, wonderful, well featured alternative to my mini factory appear in the market. There's a few attempts. I don't think anybody has reached that point yet. I agree. Mm-hmm. And it, I, actually, mm-hmm. my mini factory just barely got some of the features from other places that I was wanting it to have. Yeah. With, with, and there's you know, there's just a lot barely, of features I mean, they don't have. Like, gosh, I could go on for days on the features I wish my mini factory had. Like, but they I have actively been improving. Card. Yes. Yes. I, I actually asked for that. When was that? 
two, three years ago, it was the very like first or second episode of yeah. our show. I've asked the CEO that. <laughs> yeah. But before I came to OPR, like, <laughs> yeah, um, like directly to the them. Um, there's still no proper files bundles. either, can you? Yeah. There's still no proper bundles, which means that, like, Steam handles this gloriously. Where if you have a, if there's a bundle on Steam, but you already own part of the bundle, it just discounts the bundle accordingly. Mm -hmm. and oh my gosh is it a uh is it a lifesaver that way because you know exactly what you have even if it appears in multiple forms because the bundle is literally there would that whole do you have the bundle do you have the models would just disappear overnight because everybody would just upload the models and then the bundle would be it's these models it's like drive-thru yeah because drive-thru does the same thing and you and, and i adore it and for me you get that end, Oh, I can't say too much from the other end, but it would also make life a lot easier in the other direction too. And it would I'm sure there, yeah, I'm sure there'd be some quality of life improvements back there mm -hmm. because you know, for me, when I do drive through, for instance, and I think this is what you just said, if you have two PDFs mm -hmm. in, in, you know, a five file bundle, you get the discount for the proportionate. Yeah, contribution exactly. Drive through does yeah, great. That, yeah. I, I work with on one bookshelf a lot and their bundling system is great because they actually yeah. have a bundling system. Right, right. Um, whereas right now in my manufacturing, every bundle's a product. And so they don't and they're done products, they don't know what else you have. Um, which is which is I kind of wish they would fix that. I can't gift you models. I can't Yeah, that's weird to me. I can't uh I can't give you a gift card. Like a lot of my mm -hmm. friends coming up this Christmas season, especially are buying printers and they're asking me, yeah. what should I get? And I want to give them bundles. I want to give them like model files sure. that would make their life easier. And I can't do that. Well, and I, I will never do this and I don't condone it, but they are encouraging piracy by not allowing that. Uh, yeah. Um, Nicholas Henley says, I noticed photos mini is moving to things. Huh. That's a weird choice. Things is a, is a fun website though. Um, definitely recommend checking it out, but I don't know about an alternative to my mini factory or not, but yeah, mm -hmm. but I know a lot more people are using it. Arik, I'm totally agreeing with you. I am, I am, I, we are talking about how complicated as a whole it is to mm -hmm. purchase and manage your collections and all that stuff. Uh, but I do think my manufacturer has been the most consistent improvement. So, like, I'm still using it I, even with the issues I've had, right? Yeah. But, and let's go down the rabbit hole of let's say you're not, there's a different use case scenario. Let's say you're decided it's I want to do this project, but I haven't picked out specific models yet. Mm -hmm. Let's say that I want to have cool owlbears. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's lots of cool owlbears. You can search my mini factory. You can find mm -hmm. tons of cool owlbears. You can. But you know what's a better way to get a lot of cool owlbears than even that or might be better for you? What's is that? to then search the hundreds of creators to see if their current month or the next month is going to be cool owlbears. <clears throat> and if they're not exactly what you want, that's one thing. But like, or or like say I'm printing a goblin army. You can go see who's doing goblins this month. And 
odds are I'll find somebody that's doing cool freaking goblins and a hundred of them for $10. So now you have to decide, am I going to do this Patreon for one month just to get these cool models? Do I need to then go back and get their stuff at 50% discount? Do I need to wait for a specific window for that 50% discount? Is there a cool sale? Is Asgard Rising going to repackage their goblin bundle? Uh, and release it. As is it going to be on their next Kickstarter stuff? for ten bucks? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I'll make sure you go and check out Frontiers because some of those Frontiers that you aren't uh, Frontiers are not Kickstarters. They actually have, because they have very different rules, and sometimes they're just up forever. Yeah, sometimes <clears throat> they are in fact uh, undead. They just mm -hmm. sit there. I have bought stuff like a year after it ended. Mm -hmm. We've got Titan, Titan Troll asking me to wash my mouth out for hundreds for $10. I am so sorry, Titan Troll. I mean, I also think it's kind of ridiculous that all these models are available at stupidly, stupidly, stupidly cheap prices. That, um, But at the same time, I am unfortunately guilty of perpetuating it. And I would say I've noticed a trend also, and this is not just OPR, so I'm not just talking your stuff, that a lot of those companies are starting to go back for their, like, you know, bottom 30 of the release and just update old models, mm -hmm. which I think is fair. You know, there's a good quantity. And if you're going to up, up that, but it is something I wish was a little clearer when I'm signing up for something that I'm like, oh, I'm getting 30 models again this month, but they're just the gecko guys with a, a better looking crest on their head or whatever it is. And, you know, I do wish that was clear, but sometimes you have to you have to pay attention to your updates for your tribes or your patrons, or you're going to miss that. Like, oh, that's it, yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that Titan Troll. The Titan Troll says quantity for now, quality next. Uh, it, it, it's sorry, I read that backwards in my head. Oh, <laughs> quality Never for mind. now, quantity next. Quality for. That's what I oh, was yeah, thought you better, were saying. That's a better way to go. The boutique pr perspective is what I was trying to thought you, think you were saying, and, I, and maybe you were also being sarcastic. I need more caffeine. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do prefer qual. Honestly, I do prefer quality over quantity. Um, I, I yes, I pick my models based on what I like the models more than how many I'm getting. Um, and will absolutely buy a ten dollar month Patreon. Well, you know my metric. Are there two? If there are two, yeah. I buy. <laughs> well, I usually look at their individual pricing on their minis. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is this sells their singles, you know, for fifteen for their larges and five for their whatever. And if there are two of those things that are going to add up to what the whole thing is, I, I'll buy it for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. But sometimes it's even stuff like this. Like this is a spiritual weapon axe mm -hmm. that Comet Lord had. And uh, as soon as I saw this, I bought the release because I knew I needed it. Mm -hmm. In fact, I have a whole bowl of them. This are, these Aww. are for someone's specific character. Only two, Alex. <laughs> Only two drinks and, for me. And tonight. since uh, Titan Troll's in chat, uh, I want to give them a shout out because they have a very creepy Strahd set. Mm. And all, and the the actual shout I want to say is like. That's some of the coolest ghouls I've seen. And so that's one of the reasons I want to call this out. Uh, they're set this month, uh, which you can go get on uh, Tribes. Has some really cool ghouls. And there are surprisingly little. There's not as many cool ghoul sculpts out in the world. Um, and also they have... I assume they're slods. I'm not sure which they kind of like slods. That's the, the first thing you said. Curse, curse of Strahd, and I was thinking curse of slod maybe. <laughs> the curse of slod. I want the frog Which version actually, of this. It's gonna be like Count Ducula. So much, <laughs> so much more interested in curse of slod. 
Oh, that's not this month. Oopsie. Uh-oh. Sorry. Well, they, they has cool goals. You can go buy cool goals. You can still go get them. And probably part of the Black Friday sale, question mark, are they? I'm curious. Maybe that's why you thought that. It was the point. thumbnail on the on the early bird button. Okay. Something I will say also, mm-hmm. and I don't know if this is a my mini factory problem or a creator problem. Mm-hmm. But whoever it is, y'all need to start updating your tribe images because I, I can tell you how many times I've been like, oh, cool. Look, there's a mind flayer, a beholder or a tentacle monster. And I jump in and I sign up for the tribe and I realize, oh, that's last month's image. And it's still up on their preview page. And it's actually this little tiny box on the bottom left that has like orcs in it. And I'm like, you know, how I feel about orcs and goblins. If they're really cool, buy them. And some of you have made some very cool ones. This but. is the current release. It's creepy yeah. townspeople. And is it more Barovian? More, more, yeah, yeah. more Curse of Stride? I do love... Uh, more people need to do what Titan Troll is doing, and including the busts. Uh, first, uh, for those of you who do not know, Titan Troll does the best faces. The best faces in any mini sculpting is coming from Titan Forge. Or uh, Titan Troll, sorry. Uh, Titan Troll does the best faces. And they include busts with their releases. And the busts are glorious. So I'm not bagging on you, Titan Troll, by the way. He you, says it's hard to keep on top of these things. No, it, I, it is hard. It is very hard. I'm sure it is. <laughs> but then to me, that says interface problem. So that because it should be super easy. Like y'all should have like a folder that you just click for the month. And then like as soon as that month, it just automatically populates out. It shouldn't be. It should be automated. Right. If you're having to go in there on the page and change those things manually yourself. Oh, boy. That hurts my heart. <laughs> it is. It is rough. It is. It is rough. Uh, but I mean, like every everything is rough. Like being a if you're in game publishing at all, like good lord, mm-hmm. y- y'all's two D lives are are also rough with the books and the. Let's face it, drive through RPG is a site from 1997 that is still going for some reason. <laughs> you know, though it works. It like I. It absolutely it works. works, and it looks like I'm on North Korea's internet. I don't know. When they were previewing the last update, I was horrified. So I, I, I would rather have it stay and work than get prettier and break. But uh, yeah. Oof. And honestly, I do remember in college over 20 years ago buying files from that website and printing them on the library printer. Yeah. I think the first thing I bought, because mm-hmm. that I want to say that was one of Wizards' earlier distribution. It was. You could for... get all the second edition stuff on there before. They so I don't know if you remember off. this, but I had bought probably two or three dozen of the rare products that either I had damaged or had lost mm-hmm. or had never been able to track down physically. Mm-hmm. And then they killed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they disappeared. And that did bad, bad things. Yes, it did. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that that almost warned me off of PDFs forever. Um, but, you know, fortunately, drive through got better, mm-hmm. even if their partner took a second to get that sorted out mm-hmm. and moved on to other crises and dramas. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, yeah, uh, that was that was rough because yeah, I, I had I want to say almost all the old um, OD&D stuff. Because then they brought Mistara into second edition as a setting. I don't know if you remember that. And suddenly I wanted to go back and get like a Trugan clans and all the old, like really like hard to track down gazetteers. Mm-hmm. And those were all there. And then suddenly after I bought, you know, hundreds of dollars of them, 
they weren't there. They were gone. Yeah. And that was Did you get them back when they were put back? I did not. I still don't know. Well, again, um, chances are mm-hmm. it was with a different email address that I don't even have anymore. So that might be my fault, but it still was a really bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> so we've talked about how complicated it is. And we've even talked about little how I, I think it needs to really how we got here. We got here because this wasn't, this is an accidental. There's one thing we didn't mention. This is, There's one thing we didn't mention. Sure. What is it? Uh, and I don't blame people for getting their own sites, but there are people uh, who just yes. do their own Your sites. Own website. Uh, I, I, I was about to mention before I got interrupted the first time, I was about to mention the three Sorry. websites that the, my three current patrons that I forgive that don't have my mini factory presence. Uh, that's yes. one gold piece because for $1, I understand why they don't want to jump through the hoops. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. Absolutely fine. Yep. One gold piece. You've treated me great for years. I'll download your files manually. It's only a dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, then there is Last Sword because their stuff is awesome and their website is functional. Ish. <laughs> it's better than draft. I'm still not still not letting it go. Anyway, go on. And then finally is Heroes Infinite because same reasons. Their models are awesome. Yeah. They bribed me over there with extra sculpts. I'm not yes. happy about it. I would rather, but they got me too. Same thing. But I'm and, and actually the Overlord tier getting a whole troop instead of just one mini mm-hmm. is kind of amazing too. Yeah, and I'm on that for sure. Um, I also have Mantic. Oh yeah, I forgot about Mantic. And you know why you forgot about Mantic? And this is my only since we're since we're airing our grievances. It's the Festivus episode. Um, no, uh, because Mantic is, doesn't is tell you when they get new models. They don't communicate. They don't email you. I just get a billing statement. I'm like, oh, I'm still subbed to them. <laughs> and then I go look at it. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Okay. And, you know, like, it's not, I have no idea what's coming. Meanwhile, Heroes Infinite, you know, fanfare rolls in, glorious YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know how many emails I get from Titan Forge a month. It's got to be in the hundreds at this point. Between Titan God Forge and Cyber Forge, every other day it's an email about the cool stuff that's happening on their website. And Arc Villain Games, oh my gosh, Arc Villain Games, and Loot Studios. Good lord, I'm not you, even part of you, Loot, but I get a thousand emails from Loot. You sign up for somebody and then listen to them when they say, "Hey, we're." trying to push our patron or trying to push our tribe. And so you listen to them and you go sign up for the other one. And now you've signed up for both and the deluge of marketing that you will be buried under uh, will fill you with regret. <laughs> it's almost worth having a separate email address just for your subscriptions. Right. Right. But your Patreon email address must match your mini factory email address. Yeah. That, this is true. Uh, <sighs> Alex um, says, you were going to I'll tell you, I've made uploading STLs into a full-time job, but I don't know about downloading. Um, it's just, it's like, there's just like, it's, it's like any other like hobby where there's all these like intricate, really cool ways to not even cool ways. There's like all this in the know stuff that lets you get much better deals than if you're not in the know. But it's so fundamental to the actual value. Not actual value. Actual value is wrong because honestly, all these models are stupidly underpriced. Like everybody's sure. stupidly underpriced. The, sure. the amount of artistry that goes into even one awesome model, we are all paying way too little for. 
I would agree that it's the same thing for most digital mm. RPG releases. Yes. And at least my mini factory doesn't, you know, you don't have a licensing agreement where you have to like submit a copy mm. to them, even though you know they're not going to promote it and it's not even on the front of their web page anymore and it's just buried, but you have to submit it there the same day you spend everywhere else. Mm. I'm not talking about anything specific. Mm. <laughs> You you were headed to something positive about all this though. Yeah. We have our complicated needs. What was your your you maybe a solve? What were you where you where you headed? No. Where would we like it to be? Like, what should this industry look like? Look, let like we've got this complicated mess that exists because of how it was created and how like different it was created in two different waves because there's the wave for the FDM printers and then there was the mm -hmm. wave for the resin printers and it was artisanal creators doing things that uh, through Patreon and they came up with this monthly release model that has then become such a successful model that it has become the industry and because of the convoluted mess where that's why it's so complicated to just buy your files these days mm -hmm. um what should this look like how like 20 years from now when it's all the dust is settled and who cares what happened when the industry was getting created or 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 somebody nukes my mini factory from orbit and we decide to do a whole thing from scratch like what should this look like what should this experience be like do we have monthly subscriptions with hundreds of models i don't necessarily mind that idea mm -hmm. because I, I think most of our cultures mm -hmm everything our entertainment everything is going to a loyalty based sub sort of thing mm -hmm. so to me i think okay um maybe we get patreon prices for release no matter when as long as you've been signed up for a certain period of time mm -hmm. or you have a contract because like i i would love to print some old stuff from some of these places, but to go back even and just having to wait. And here's my situation. Oh, I know because there's going to be a flash sale. They're going to be 75% off. So I will not buy the thing. And then I will wait and I will miss the thing at the 75% off price point. And then I'll be mad about it. Okay. So I'll push that thing out of my to-do list. And then I, it's like this vicious cycle where I see it again a couple of years later. I'm like, dang, well, that is almost Black Friday or it's almost the flash sales. So I'll just wait again. And it's like it's like waiting for the same the, the, the horse you want on the merry-go-round and it never quite stops. for you. <laughs> I, I'm going to disagree. I think the industry might be better off if we nuked all the super discounts and all the super deals and we just go to a a la carte options again where you see the model you want you buy the model because right now what we're doing is we're buying, we're developing these gigantic digital hordes that mm -hmm. we're not printing. Like what you're actually printing and what you're, if you, if you only paid for the model at the moment you pit print on the printer, how much money would you have saved? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Although I, I don't know. Like, I feel like, there, there is something to the loyalty aspect, right? That people, I think that's keeping artists alive right now. And I think what you're describing with the general marketplace, where it's just all kind of like, even Steven, those boutique creators are going to die. Mm -hmm. Like fiscally, I'm not actually going to die. I mean, I, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But uh, I, I just worry that like a, a too even playing field would probably be a problem. Uh, Titan Trolls, like, do I want print on demand, sir? I don't quite want to go that far, but 
if I was buying them individually, I would probably only buy models. I would buy a lot less models. I would pay more for them. And I would only buy models that were more, the models I buy would be more likely to actually hit the print bed. Whereas right now I'm getting months and months and months worth of models that don't get printed because I'm getting like, even the, let's even say we're just, let's say we go back to sanity again. And each, each package only had like 12, 15 models in it. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. We go back to 2020 mm -hmm. and the, 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 the water hose hasn't been opened. <laughs> um, even then we were subscribed to at least 10, most likely more. You're still talking a hundred models plus. Did you print a hundred models? The first couple months? Yes. <laughs> but uh, I will say that I often printed five of five of 20 models. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I still probably do. I mean, there are other models out there, not models, I'm saying models a lot. There are other service patterns out there. Like, uh, I don't know, are you familiar with Schlossbauer? No. So Schlossbauer is somebody I've been sub to forever on Patreon. And you get their whole catalog. Um, you sign up today, you get their whole catalog. You get everything. Um, and it's, they have a, they have a, um, my mini factory or whatever. But, uh, you know, the, the support is a dollar and you get thousands of models. Um, and they're usually inspired by video games. I, so it's one of the reasons I think it's done like it is because uh, it's not making enough money that like <laughs> if if Konami or whoever got mad that you're selling something suspiciously similar to their video game character. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's why I don't, but it's an amazing Patreon, huge, huge value. And I, 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 even at a higher value, I'd probably still sub to them. Um, and I think there's something, uh, there's another one too. I can't remember the name of it, but um, where you get kind of access to the locker while you're subbed. Oh, Ilha deals like that. Like, I, I, I love Ilha deal. One of my early, one of my early, um, early creators that I backed real hard. Um, like you, you, you pledge in, you just get access to the entire, everything they've ever made. Yeah. Yeah. I was sorry. I was reading Alric, uh, print groups or skirmish games. Some module releases only print a body four or five, I may print a body four or five times each. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gosh, when I'm building Kings of war armies, I'll, like uh, time controls uh, question is how many times are you printing a figure though? Unless you're making teams or selling, you're only buying printing one unless you suck at printing painting. Um, I, I do a whole lot of uh, army based games. And so like, mm -hmm. I need sometimes I need literally 40 and yes, I want some variety. So there's usually four or five different poses, uh, but I'll still reprint those poses five or six times each. Um, to mm -hmm. get get to get to the numbers I need, um, and that's a, that is like army scale wargaming. Uh, that that's a very that's a very particular audience that needs that will be reprinting the same pose. But for my heroes, they get printed once or twice yeah. and painted. Um, I do like James the is... I do like I have absolutely reprinted a model once I've gotten better at painting to paint it again. Uh, to to paint a better version of that exact same model before, um, so that has happened, but that's a rarity. I could just James is mentioning iTunes 
Spotify model there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't mean so to So there is like the off. STL flicks. Uh... Right. Well, I was even wondering, my mini factory has just like a tier where you just get a bunch of random stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Titan Troll, I'm just talking language for wargaming. Uh, for RPGs, it's completely different. Like RPG players are probably only going to print model once. You're right. Um, and that's it. Uh, yes, Elric, when when you drop them or, you know, pack them poorly like I've been doing lately, I have broke so many things just with storage <laughs> mistakes lately. So much. Uh, yeah. Which is... We're, we're running out of time. We are really running out of time. Um, I, 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 I kind of wish it wasn't this complicated, though. Um, me too. Me too. Uh, please, please let us know your thoughts, what your solution would be in comments or whatever. Um, do you have any shout outs? Cause I have a couple. I do not have any shout outs. All right. Well, um, first shout out. Uh, actually these are both kind of basic. Mm-hmm. Ha, 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 ha. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, let's do ep- the Epic bases mm-hmm. from unchained games here. Um, these people did, uh, the ones I saw first from them was uh, campaign coins. Uh huh. Um, and they have some amazing fantasy. If you want to just print up a bunch of resin coins, they have some really cool stuff back on my mini factory, but this is a base, um, thing. And everybody knows I like this. One of the things that's interesting about this setup though, is these are actually cosmetics that clip onto like a standard base that they, um, offer elsewhere. Uh, and then the base that they offer elsewhere is where you customize it for magnets or whatever, but these are just little like, uh, decorative tops that go on top. Obviously you could, um, there's, there's a picture of it right there. Uh, but it, you know, it just kind of snaps onto that thing and then you can have the, the various base options you need, but then of course you can just glue them or merge them onto another base file that you're using anyway. So, but they're very thin cosmetics, which I think is a very interesting thing. And particularly for people who like to mod or like do their own diorama setups or whatever. Cause a lot of these are really like, you know, and in, intensely, uh, like lots of objects and all sorts of stuff you can play with. And there's some, um, kit pieces that you can tweak with them. And there's a lot of stretch goals that are already unlocked on it. Um, you know, coming up here. So I, I, uh, I think it's worth checking out. It's pretty affordable. They also have add-ons for their, um, game piece boxes, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if we talked about their specifically, but they have some pretty cool game piece boxes as well. And dice towers. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to let you know that was going on. And then the second one is where legends fall. Um, this is, I've called these guys out uh, several times for um, doing really cool base. Again, this is oddly the first one was accessories to bases. This is bases to minis. <laughs> so this is definitely an undead army Kickstarter, but you still have access to all their bases and I've actually used their bases. Uh, they have the little screamy face bases. I think they're is that one of the, yeah, the, the with like the little screaming faces. I, I've actually used those. They're really fun. Do really yeah, really fun and they they have um really good options of like square round different uh form factors hollow magnetized and it's all done for you already like depending on your size of magnets and everything so they they do a really good comprehensive uh setup of all the different options for their basing stuff and then the cosmetic stuff here for like if you're doing like a graveyard board or just a ghoul army there's going to be all sorts of stuff to add on to your mm-hmm. your undead goodness um, I would just check those out if either of those sound appealing, even though they're both a little basic. <laughs> okay, I made the joke twice. Good base packs are underappreciated. Um, I absolutely like them. Uh, I'm I'm glad so many creators are 
including them now in, in their regular releases. Uh, it's always nice. That's what keeps me on Cobra mode and everything else is just gravy. Yeah. Cobra mode is so good, though. So many so fun good. characters. You all yeah. need to check yeah. out Cobra mode if you haven't. Absolutely. I, I need to do um, a moth army. Mm-hmm. Their, their moth minis are so fun. They're moth people. All right. And if you want to find any more of our show, you can do so over at printyourgames.com or on all the socials. If you want to help us out, the best thing you can do is leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a like, comment, and subscribe. I'm Jeff and Jay Thacker, also known as Param. I'm Kristen Sowers, also known as South Mastery. And don't forget to use your screen protector.